0: Got in the old truck today. I'm driving a truck because, as I said in a previous episode, my car was in the shop after being rear-ended, and then they totaled it out, and I haven't had a chance to get a new car. So I'm borrowing a truck, and I'm on the way to work this morning. And all the way in, in the 23-minute drive, there's a freaking mosquito flying around inside the truck. It's bouncing off the windshield. It's bouncing off the driver's side window. I try to swat it whenever I can, But you know, you got to be careful when you're driving a car because you don't want to end up rear ending somebody because you're dealing with a bug in the car. So I tried to ignore it as much as I can. I just got to work. I turned the car off. I'm getting ready to record. The mosquito lands on my hand and bam, dead, dead mosquito. And I feel pretty good about that. Let's start the show. Welcome to another episode of Just Another Fanboy. My name is Steven, and today I'm going to talk about one of my all-time favorite fantasy novels ever. The book that really got me into fantasy, the book that really got me into reading. And it's not one book, it's three books, but we're just going to talk about one of them today, and it's Dragons of Autumn Twilight. The first book in the Dragonlance Chronicles trilogy by Margaret Wise and Tracy Hickman. But before we do that, I want to let everybody know that I have a new book coming out. It's called Then a Penguin Walked In and Other Tall Tales. It's a collection of four novellas, one of which is called Then a Penguin Walked In. It's going to be released on ebook on December 4th with the paperback hopefully the same day. That's the that's the plan at this point, the paperback the same day. But what I can tell you for sure is that the the ebook as of right now is available for pre-order. You can get that over at amazon.com or any other of your big retail ebook outlets uh, online. I will post a link to the show notes. But it's important, it's important that you pre-order this book because you can pre-order it now for just $2.99. When the book releases, when the ebook is published, when it's released to the public on December the 4th, it will be $4.99. So if you want to get it for just $2.99, pre-order that sucker now. The link will be in the show notes. But as I said, the, the title of the book is also the first story in the book then a penguin walked in and it's a fantasy story i'm a big fan of the fantasy books but i haven't read them in a great long time and i've been and i recently started getting back into them and this is a story i actually wrote a couple of years ago and i had started really getting back into fantasy at that point but not new fantasy i still haven't found just a really good fantasy novel that i that i ha, just am really into that i think the closest i've come so far is the Mistborn series by Brandon Sanderson, who also finished up the uh, the Eye of the World, the Wheel of Time books for Robert Jordan, who passed away while he was writing those. I still haven't finished that series. I need, I need to do that. Anyway, then a penguin walked in, was kind of my answer to the question, what if Douglas Adams wrote a fantasy book? And so I wrote then a penguin walked in. And of course, writing it got me thinking back to all the old fantasy books that I used to really like. And I started getting back into them and I started searching them out and, look, and, and, and and purchasing them and reading them because many of them I had long ago either sold or donated to the library. But the series that really got me into it was the Dragonlance Chronicles by Margaret Wise and Tracy Hickman. Now I had read The Hobbit, before I read the Dragonlance co- Chronicles and I enjoyed The Hobbit quite a bit, but the main reason I read The Hobbit was because I enjoyed the old Hobbit cartoon movie that Rankin I think it was Rankin and Bass had done back in the 70s. Dragonlance Chronicles I read because my older brother started really getting into Dungeons and Dragons and he started getting these books and I started reading them and just fell in love with the genre. It's a it's set on the world of Kryn, which has three moons. And you have a, a a a number of companions, a number of heroes in this book. Tannis, half elven, Flint Fireforge. He's a he's a dwarf. Tannis, half elven, of course. If if you don't get by his name, he's a half elf. You've got uh, Tasselhoff Burfoot. He is a a, a race called the K- uh, Kinder, and they were created specifically for the Dragonlance world, which was a world created for Dungeons and Dragons, but. They started writing, They, you know, they, they launched it off by writing these these Dragonlance Chronicles books. Uh, you've also got Sturm Brightblade. He's a knight of Salamnia. He's human. You've got uh, Tika Whalen. She comes in a little later in the book. Uh, Lorana. I think that's how you pronounce her name. She's an elf. Um, she was not, her and Tika were not one of the original companions. They, they come in a little later. But then you've got the twins, Caramon and Raceland. And they are. Karamon is a big. He's like a big Conan type warrior. Um, Big, muscly, not very smart. Uh, Has a very good heart, however. He's very brave and courageous and noble. Um, But just you know, not very smart. Uh, Smart enough, you know. He he doesn't need to be building rockets out there on the world of Kryn. But his brother Racelin is a wizard, and he is a red-robed wizard. And I'll explain. In Dragonlance, not just anybody can decide, I'm going to learn how to be a wizard and become a wizard. You have to take these tests. And once you become a wizard, you have to make this choice between uh, among being three one of three types of wizards. You can wear the white robes, which means you're a wizard for good. You are a good wizard. You can wear the black robes, which means you're a dark wizard or an evil wizard. Or you can wear the red robes of neutrality. And Raceland wears the red robes. So before the book even starts, we we learn this as we're as we are reading the book. The companions who live together in this town called Solace, which is a a, a town a, a tree town. All these these houses and businesses are built up in the trees, and these these mighty Valenwood trees, which are just these giant freaking trees. They leave because they are off looking for signs of the original, the true gods of Kryn. At one point, the gods left the world of Kryn because the people turned their back on the gods. And so new religions have sprung up, but these companions set out for a couple of years. They go their separate ways to try to find existence of the true gods of Kryn. And they come back at the beginning of the book, finding nothing, they are quickly launched into an adventure, however, when these two uh, this man and this woman, barbarians from the, from this, the, the plains barbarian tribe, um, Gold Moon, who is the chieftain's daughter, and her boyfriend, Riverwind, they come to town, just troubles stir up because uh, there's this old dude in the inn and uh, he seems to know what's going to happen. And um, he sets up the room in a specific way because he knows the companions are coming back tonight. He knows where Raceland is going to sit, for example. And so he's telling stories to these kids about the old gods. And one of the... Uh one of the members of like the religious authority or whatever, he comes over and he says, hey, you can't be doing that. That's heresy. You can't be talking about these gods. They don't exist and blah, blah, blah. And he trips and he falls in. He's kind of drunk and he trips and he falls into the fire and he rolls out of the fire and he's screaming. And... Uh, the old man tells Tasselhoff, he says, grab the grab that staff, the, the, the gold moon staff and hit him with it. Knock him to the ground and then we can smother out the flames. So Tass hits the man with the staff. A blue light just explodes and the man is healed. The fire is out. The man is healed. And right away, the old man who starts this whole thing starts screaming, the heretics, heretics, they're they're evil and blah, blah, blah. Get them. And so the companions have to take off and they're, they're helping to, uh, both protect Goldmoon and Riverwind, but, but, uh, the old man sets all the guards and stuff off at them as well. So anyway, this leads into a whole series of adventures that, uh, at one point you think you're, you might be reaching the end of the book because it culminates to them going in, going to this, uh, this ruins of this old citadel called Zach Sarath, where, uh, these clerics for the goddess Mishakal used to, used to hang out. That used to be where they, they hung their hats. But now it's, it's being controlled by a black dragon. Okay, so dragons have not been seen on the world of Krin for many, 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 many years. There was this big war back in the day where, with, with the dragons, and there was a guy named a knight of Salamnia named Huma who brought forth this weapon called the Dragon Lance. And with it, they were able to defeat the dragons and the, dra- the dragons fled and, and uh, everything was great. So suddenly here's this black dragon that they have to fight because they're told that uh, Gold Moon is visited by the goddess Mishakal and is told, you know, you you are to 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 bring my message to the world. Uh, the disks of Mishakal are or within the, you know, within this temple. You have to find them. And so they have to defeat the dragon to do this. But that's not the end of the book. They go from there back to Solace. They, are, they, they find out that this dragon army, while they were gone, had come in and practically burned the town to the ground. Every, the, all, there are like three buildings left, the, the, general, the general goods store, the inn, so that all the, 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 the evil soldiers have a place to, to drink, and then the, the, the forge, um, Theros Ironfeld, I think his name, it was his forge, Well, the bad guys are these things called draconians, which are also new to the world of Kryn. They're basically dragon men, and they have wings, and when you kill them, they turn to stone. But you find out later that there are different types of draconians, and some of them, when you kill them, uh, their blood is like acid. They they eject this acid out at them. Some of them explode when you kill them, so you got to be careful when you kill these freaking guys. So the companions come back to Solace. They find it overrun by um, draconians and goblins and hobgoblins. And they end up getting captured. And then they get set free from from these elves from Quallanesti where where Tannis grew up. And uh, they're then sent on another mission to uh, uh, the fortress of, um, man, I can't, Pax Tharkis, I think it was called. A lot of weird names in these books. And they have to go um set the um because because these the there's this uh this dragon officer one of the main bad guys named Lord Verminard who is a cleric for the evil god Tekisis a lot of weird names and uh they have to he he is going to set the dragon armies on Callanesti and kill all the elves so they have this plan to go and they have all these human slaves working there and they're going to free the slaves and start a revolt to basically distract this this uh, this drag this dragon lord so that the elves can escape, and then they end up killing the 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 Lord Verminard, and everything is great with the world. But that's only the end of the first book, Dragons of Autumn Twilight. But that one book set me on a path to just so many many fantasy novels. There were there were just a crap ton of Dragonlance novels that came out after the Dragonlance Chronicles was um, Dragonlance Legends, which was a story about, uh, I think it was either a two or three book story about Raistlin and Caramon, which was really good because time travel was involved. They did this whole, they called it the Meetings Sextet, which was six books that told you the story of how all the companions met. They did a series of books just about these different um, heroes of Kryn that you learned about in, the, in, in, some, in some of the legends and whatnot. There was a really great one called Kaz the Minotaur which was about, because Minotaurs are evil but this one was a good Minotaur and just some really great stuff. And then that led me to the Forgotten Realms. And there was this uh, series of books called the Icewind Dale Trilogy, which introduced me to Drizzt, who was a dark elf, but he was good. And then there was a whole series of books about him. And then those led me, and eventually it led me to other books outside of Dungeons and & Dragons and Dragonlance. And I read stuff like um, the the Tad Williams, Dragonbone Chair, um Man, what were the other three books? There was a whole. There was three books. So I mean, I'm going to talk about a lot of these in future episodes because I'm really wanting to get. I'm really starting to try to track some of these down, and read them. The sort of Shannara, um, Margaret Wise and Tracy Hickman went on to do a series of books called the Death Gate Cycle. Uh, the first book is called Dragon Wing, which I found on the Kindle for just two ninety nine. So I snatched that sucker up. So I'm going to be. I'm going to throughout the next. Few months or years, even because it's going to take me forever to, to to reread a lot of these books. I'm going to start getting back into a lot of these old fantasy books and reading them. Now, the next one you're going to probably hear about is going to be the second book in the Dragonlance Chronicles trilogy. Um, I think that one's called Dragons of Winter Night. I'm not, yeah, because then Dragons of Autumn Twilight, Dragons of Winter Night, and then Dragons of Spring Dawning. Those are the three um but then they did others there's like a an unofficial kind of fourth one and then they did a sequel and there's man there's just so much stuff out there and i'm really pumped to get into there get in there and start reading them and i actually found uh, there was a sale on comicsology that i think it was IDW got the Dragonlance property and the Dungeons and Dragons properties and they started doing all these comics and they did a series of books based on the Dragonlance trilogy and they were on sale on Comixology, so I got all three of those collections. The art's kind of hit and miss, but so far it's pretty good. Um, I have some Conan books, some Conan the Barbarian uh, comics to read. I have the first Marvel trade. I have the 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 Dark Horse collection, the, the Epic collection that once the property came over to Marvel, they released a an Epic collection of all the of most of the Dark Horse stuff. I've got this really great collection of all the Conan short stories, the prose short stories from Robert E. Howard that came available on the Kindle for 99 cents. And I've been reading that and it's got some really great stuff. So I think I'm gonna drop every now and then. Not, I'm just not gonna do all episodes about this stuff because it takes me a while to read all this stuff. But once a week, every two weeks, once a month, however, you're probably gonna hear about my love. Of fantasy books. And so I just want you to prepare for that. But Dragons of Autumn Twilight, Dragonlance Chronicles, this is the this was my gateway into not only really into reading, because I wasn't reading a lot other than comics when I started reading the Dragonlance Chronicles. So not only it was it my gateway into the fantasy genre, which I only read. That's all I read for the longest time until I discovered Stephen King. It was also my gateway into just reading books in general, and so it holds a special place in my heart. And I still have the original, at least the original Dragons of Autumn Twilight. Maybe I'll take a picture of it and I'll put it out on Instagram when this episode comes out because it is most of the cover is gone. It's it's beaten and bloody, and it's just it's been read. I'll just put it that way. That sucker has been read over and over and over. I have the audio books. I got the audio books somewhere. I, I need, you know, I could listen to those, I suppose. But anyway, I love fantasy novels, though I haven't read them in a long time. And I haven't read a lot of new ones, but I'm going to try to get back into a lot of the old ones. I made a list at one point of all the old fantasy novels I remember enjoying. And just looking at the list, I'm, I just, I can't even imagine how I even read that many books. But apparently I did Cause, and I can't imagine trying to read them over again. But I'm going to give it my best. There's a there's a used bookstore in town that once a month, my daughters and I, we go to the library once a month. We call it our nerd quest because we go to the library. There's a comic book store sometimes that we go into. There's an antique mall sometimes we go into to look for old books and whatnot. There's, a, there's various other places we go to. And as of last NerdQuest, we started going to a used bookstore. And I started looking through all the sci-fi fantasy stuff, or at least I tried to, but there was an old couple who decided they were going to camp out there amongst the sci-fi fantasy books. They were literally sitting on the floor in front of the shelves where the sci-fi fantasy paperbacks were. And they were just... Pulling very, I, I, I tried to be patient. I waited for a little while. They were pulling various books off the shelf going, oh, do you remember this one? Yes, I remember. Oh, I didn't really like this one very much. And then they'd put it back. And then, oh, what about this one? Oh, I remember in 1963. And then they put it back. And finally I said, we got to leave. I can't stand here and wait for these people to finally get done being rude and selfish. Not understanding that this freaking bookstore is full of people who may want to look at those shelves that you're sitting in front of. I didn't get angry. Instead, we left. And I thought, when I come back next month, maybe I'll get a chance to start looking through these shelves and grabbing some of these books that I want to read. Because if you try to find them, you can get them on Kindle. A lot of them you can get through Kindle. But they're expensive. Freaking nine bucks for a paperback, you know, for one of these freaking books. That's, that shouldn't happen. That just shouldn't happen. A book that's 40, 50 years old, uh, shouldn't be nine bucks at this point electronically. I don't get it. I don't understand that kind of that that kind of pricing, but that's what we're dealing with. That's the end of my episode. I if you do you like fantasy books, do you read fantasy books? Let me know. Feedback at Stevenoralse.com. Until then, until your next episode. I'm Steven, and I'm just another fanboy. Read some more fantasy. That's the biggest recommendation I could give to you in this episode. Read some fantasy books. Good <gasps>